Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. I'm Georgia. And I'm Merlene. Hey guys, welcome to Season 3 of Full Circle, a podcast where we share and discuss our thoughts on various topics from an Asian-Canadian perspective and try to come full circle. For those new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Georgia, a Filipino-Canadian, and my pronouns are she, her. And I'm Marlene, a Vietnamese Canadian, and my pronouns are also she, her. We're both currently living in colonial Vancouver, the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil nations. And today we have Arlene's wonderful co-worker with us. Please welcome Jennifer. Yes, uh, please introduce yourself, Jennifer. Hello, my name is Jennifer. My pronouns are she and her, and I'm just from Africa. Yes! Today we'll be having a discussion on cultural appropriation, where is the line, the do's and the don'ts, and our experience with it. If you enjoyed our episodes, be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and interact with us on Instagram at FullCirclePodcastX. But before we get started, let's just give some context on how we all know each other. I just <laughs> met Jennifer today. Literally a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah, probably two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. I love her. Yay. Yeah, Georgia's really sweet. <laughs> Stop. Yes. Um, Jennifer and I met at Thunderbird. Wow. In the workforce. Yeah, y'all probably thought gathering place because that's the only work I talk about on the podcast, <laughs> but actually not. Thunderbird Community Center and we met because Jennifer is a day camp leader and I work in the office. <laughs> She's always asking me can I get the keys. Oh. <laughs> yeah low-key low Arlene's your go-to person like I always trust her with anything. Any oh. questions I go to Arlene. I'm like if anyone asks me I'm like yo go to Arlene don't ask me just oh. go to Arlene because uh-huh. she's that person you can count on so yeah. Oh my god Thank I you. love it. it. Um, I also hype Jennifer up. Just so fun, <laughs> nice, really good with the kids, and just really sweet. Always thinking about other people. Aww. So, yeah, that's so true, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give me more, give me more. <laughs> keep going, keep going. But yeah. Um, well, thank you again for joining us today, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Yay! So let's get right into it. Yeah, so I guess we'll just start with a formal definition of mm. cultural appropriation. Um It is the adoption of elements of one culture by another, especially in cases where dominant culture exploits aspects of a minority culture outside of its original cultural context and or at the expense of the original culture for personal gain. Yes, and so some examples of this, um, you can see it in clothing, fashion, artifacts, music, food, language, art, etc. And we're going to get into it um, when we're talking about different experiences we had with cultural appropriation and just what we see so yeah Mm -hmm. the first one up that we're going to talk about is baby hair grooming edges um and cornrows okay so my opinion on like cultural trends on like baby hairs and cornrows or any braided hairstyle or any hairstyle that you see on a colored person specifically black is like 
honestly don't really get caught up in the trends first of all because mm-hmm. they really do come and go yeah and make sure like when you're like even tuning into a trend that you understand like the history behind the trends like the culture behind there where it comes from why this specific group is even having that because i feel like people jump in like with like this excitement that oh it's so cool it looks so nice on you you're so mm. pretty can i touch can i do this can, can i, I touch your hair <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah. am i allowed to have it like you know what i mean like, yeah. it's cool they have all these questions but like y'all like where do we draw the line with the questions mm-hmm. and physically touching or harassing or hating on someone because of this yeah and like i know people think oh it's just baby hairs or it's just cornrows but like not to the color people not to black people it's not mm-hmm. just that it's how mm-hmm. we define ourselves because not very long ago like some of us like we're just learning how to take care of our hair like let's just specifically start on like hair itself like cornrows is a protective hairstyle because our hairs are so brittle and like the atmosphere the weather it can really determine make or break our hair so we put our hairs in these protective hairstyles whether it's braids or cornrows or in wigs because we want our hair to like last grow stronger all this other stuff so that's why we're really doing it Mm -hmm. but like before we weren't even allowed to rock our natural hair textures because like y'all know about slavery y'all it was so bad like Mm -hmm. like the white man literally said your hair is so nasty don't come outside with it so we had to find means we had to adapt to the white man's ways whether it was like shaving your hair yeah right put it back in this style do this and like that's kind of why you see us rocking these different hairstyles because Mm -hmm. we're told like your natural hair is not pretty enough like you need to Mm -hmm. hide that or like you don't look like these white people do like why do you Mm -hmm. have textured hair why is it not straight you know what i mean it's like cornrows are just a way or like wigs are just a way or like slicking your edges just a way for us to look more normal in the eyes of like white men or like Mm -hmm. what they say yeah (laughs) and like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like it's how it is something yeah Yeah, it's literally like that like Mm -hmm. for the baby's hair like something that i recently just read was like people are like like why do baby hairs like why is it a black thing like why is it wrong if my culture of me as an individual like Mm -hmm. tries to slay my hair down and like you know swipe it with the little Mm, comb and brush lay my edges down like it's not bad to lay your edges down honestly like when i see other people do it i'm like oh that's so cute you should try it but i know other people in my culture really feel offended by it Mm. and it's like it's like people be like well if we can't lay our baby hairs why is it i'm saying black people with straight hair like slicking down the wigs and it's (laughs) like it's not really like the same thing in a sense yeah yeah. yo i saw this come on youtube straight up it says i think if whites can't lay their edges why should blacks have their hair straight just like whites it's hair since when does a hairstyle have a race like get over so like be the how quiet like who are you to even post this you actually so dumb out here like when i read this i feel so there sad because it's like first of all like we have coily curly textured hair but if you like press it down it naturally becomes straight which mm-hmm. it will damage our hair but it'll become straight and like extensions that's known for black people like like the whole africa is literally brainwashed like they're literally using chemicals to make their hair straighten and it cannot revert so it's Mm. damaging our hair because white people will literally like we're not gonna give you the job if your hair isn't straight you can't stay in the school if your hair isn't straight use this chemical use a hair strainer use anything that Mm. we make that we give you that we say 
you can use so you we can decide if we want to hire you from this internship or whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's why our hair is straightened we don't choose like this okay we just want to be equal to y'all which i don't even know why we care about y'all because your standards are so damn high always doing the most i don't even like literally like straight hair is not only for white people like asians have straight hair mm-hmm. indian people have straight hair like mm-hmm. you're born with it naturally okay like mm-hmm. you naturally come with it whether i have to straighten my hair to get it i still have it or like there are black people who actually like literally whether they're mixed whether they just come out like that they mm-hmm. have straight textured hair so like straight hair is not a hairstyle so don't be asking like why do black people yes. get the right it's not a hairstyle i'm born with straight hair i'm born with curly hair that can be straightened it's yeah. not a damn hairstyle but like mm-hmm. braids that's a hairstyle that's yeah, a protective that's hairstyle like we yeah. the whole culture is as a unit created that if it wasn't because like we are all over the world y'all wouldn't even have the option to even have this y'all be doing the same straight hair brush straight hair brush straight hair brush every <laughs> single day of your lives like you don't even know what French braid was until we did our little cornrows. So, like, be quiet with this question. Like, stop. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All we're asking is that when you are putting this hairstyle on your hair, like, please take your time to know where mm-hmm. it comes from, why we're doing this, instead of feeling entitled and defending yourself with the most ignorant facts. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Like, bro, I don't come into your little burger joint and be like, oh, I own McDonald's because <laughs> I put a different sauce on the McNuggets. Like, chill out with your stuff. Like, wow. I'm just For saying. Real like honestly black people cultured colored people like we've been through so much and there's always reasons behind like why we're doing it this way why our method is this way Mm -hmm. so please take the time to like read listen to a podcast Mm -hmm. honestly because you sound so dumb in our ears i'm sorry to tell you this but (laughs) it's like you don't care about your life you don't care about anything but your own feelings yeah Yeah. Yeah. those ignorant comments are honestly hard to read because it's like you want to believe this is just one person but it's a lot more prevalent than you think and that might not that's probably just the tip of the iceberg and there's so many people that are just so like like you said before we started the podcast that are so clouded Mm -hmm. like their emotions cloud their judgment and all you need to do is just listen like Mm -hmm. this isn't your culture you need to be more respectful of other cultures but just people don't know that and they'll just hop on youtube and comment like why does hair have a race (laughs) i just want to add to like Mm -hmm. before this girl talks because i just cut her (laughs) off y'all but like also like i also see like when white people put braids on their hair it actually don't really it's not good for your hair because the texture that grabs the extensions it can't hold on your hair without any clip or whatever and the hairstyle is not meant to have a clip so it doesn't last as long and it ends up like Mm -hmm. Putting you guys more in pain because it's so heavy like someone is literally playing your hair to make sure it grips on and i've literally seen a white person literally be in more pain and not be able to endure it because y'all remember like we're born in different parts of the world like so like y'all can't endure the pain that we can endure mm. when we're, our hair is being braided because your texture is very thin it's not it's not meant for it too so a hairstyle that can last you to like that would last me two to three months is lasting mm. you a week or so and you've like wasted it you spent all this money for a trendy hairstyle that you had no business putting your hands into mm-hmm. for god knows what reason like, i don't even understand that True. too but yeah, yeah. Totally. I was just going to add, like, when we read those comments, we laugh because it's like, how could you even say that? Like, it's so yeah. ridiculous. But, like, so many people actually think this way. It's so crazy. Yeah. But to them, it's, like, normal, right? Yeah. 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 It just goes to show you just need to educate yourself before you speak. 
Yeah. Because you don't want to offend anyone. And we were talking about that before, too, with privilege, right? Like, I feel like a lot of these people who are speaking have a lot of privilege oh, in the comments. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So they're able to say these things. But mm-hmm. someone who is not in power and would say, and if they were to say that would get so much, like, mm-hmm. suppression. Yeah. Yeah, and like, bro, I, I probably said like this 15 times, guys. I'm so nervous on this podcast. Oh, oh my gosh. Stop, you're doing you're great. So good, yeah. Like, the fact that like, I don't know, I had told these guys like where I'm from, like you would assume like they'd like, like when I went back to go to school, I was so happy because I thought they were going to be braiding my hair. I was going to do weave, any hairstyle that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I come back, I figure out that they don't even accept that. They don't even allow that. You have to wear cornrows. And it can't be a style cornrows. It has to be all back cornrows, more than either <laughs> yeah, six plus. It can't even be four cornrows on your head. It has to be six plus cornrows. Yeah. And majority of the schools, I'm thinking to myself, like, why in my own culture am I not allowed to wear the hairstyles that, like, they created or, like, you know, that, like, everyone knows it belongs to an African culture? Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't even know the reason. Like, I asked my teachers, I asked the principals, all they can tell me is about discipline, discipline, this. Like, mm-hmm. it makes the kids more disciplined or, like, um, like, it'll be too distracting to the students. And I'm here, like, believing that truth, like, swallowing that truth when it's not the truth. Just because someone has a fact, does that mean it's, it's the mm-hmm. truth, you know what I mean? And uh, years later i had to watch this documentary just to figure it out like the truth is it all comes from white people how they really mess up this entire say, yeah, world it just like goes to show they yeah they brainwash they us suppressed. to believe like yeah. it, it like like their way is better their standard of life their standard of education is better so like when we were taken away in our boats to go build their whole damn country for them <laughs> and we were blessed to come back we had to fight to come back like the information that they had brought back with the white people was that yo you need to straighten your hair or yo you need to do this and then like the black people they didn't have the voice to speak up and say like this is not right because man white man was saying black people were dumb and white men were saying black man was dirty <laughs> black man was like that. That. so like they had to like like you know they were like okay well these men who have so much gun power who have mm. so much religion who have so much education in them we have to listen to them because they're trying to help us but they're not trying to help you they're just trying to take away your resources yeah. and they're feeding you lies and they're telling you like coily hair isn't cute take away the coily hair i don't want to see it done in your country since we colonized you you got to do it our way it's like mm. to this day people are still suffering people are still For not sure. knowing the truth behind the hair yeah like it's so sad like that most black people don't even understand like why they can't wear their hair side of school like why their hair is so ugly they just believe it because the white people told black people and the black people told their children who told their children and so mm-hmm. forth like people are living with this lie and they don't know like yo black hair is beautiful yo Mm -hmm. everything about you is beautiful yo you're smart you are amazing like you you know what i mean they just they fed them lies and like yeah so forth colonization has definitely like had a lot to this day of impacts that a lot of people don't realize too like everything is our world is centered around like westernized ways ways. Mm -hmm. even in filipino culture like and in asian cultures people aim to have lighter skin straight hair for me i never really embraced my curly hair because i was always told i do have curly hair (laughs) it's not it's not tamed well but you know i'm trying but we're taught that straight hair is the way to go because that's what is going to keep you far in life and so now i'm like what the fuck who fed that shit down my throat like Like, who and why and it all leads back 
to the white, white man. <laughs> so to the white man. It's, it's just so, crazy, so sad yeah. that even to the extent where your family back home don't even realize like yeah. it's westernized yeah, countries yeah, that are like oh yeah. i know if a white man was playing me like the whole mm. country's put on a white lie like young, yeah like yeah and also like losing the accent oh my god yeah, oh. everyone's always trying to lose their accent i'm like oh, oh my, my gosh god. why that's literally who you are yeah. and that's how your people like, speak i hate you know? the way i speak i just want to learn english like my one friend she's oh from Romania, my gosh and she's like, she has such a beautiful voice like yeah everything mm-hmm. about her is so beautiful and she's just like bro i just want to learn how to speak english like uh. i can't handle this like i'm like mm-hmm. Dude, you know, if I if I was blessed to know my another language, my own language, and mm. learn how to speak English, I'd be so thankful. All I know is I know. English. All I know is I English. I know bro. it's like, so feel, gross, yeah. right? Yeah, I had the same situation. Um, I was talking to this Filipino woman, and I was talking, and then after I was done talking, she was like, she like stared at me for a bit. She's like, "Wow, I love your accent." And I was like, "Wow, did you even listen to anything I was saying?" <laughs> yeah, like she was just, just admiring my accent. accent. And I was like. Right what accent like i would much rather like be able to speak my parents and mother yeah, tongue yeah. than be told you have a beautiful accent like yeah what's but, so beautiful about english do you, ever feel like, <laughs> do you ever feel like because you speak english like some people try to write you off as not where you like to oh mm-hmm. yeah. like, 100%. how long have you been here before like how long have you been here or yeah your accent is so perfect how long like how long mm-hmm. did it take you to learn it or like they're like they're like oh you're filipino or like oh you're asian oh you're black I, yeah i couldn't tell i'm like oh i couldn't tell like, the way you speak <laughs> oh, like, yeah what are you talking about like what are you talking about like tell me what you're talking about because i'm so confused like, yeah how do i speak like, in canada yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, don't believe, right they don't believe yeah, yeah. exactly because oh, they sure. think like if you're from a different country like you don't know a lot or you don't mm-hmm. speak they're English. like how am i gonna diminish you right yeah, now so our next um example of a trend in society um is asian fusion food Mm. slash cuisine and just like fusion foods in general because i also see like mexican fusion things like that yeah and so for me like what i think is that i understand that chefs are kind of bringing something that may resonate to asian people like for example if an asian person or let's be more specific let's Let's say like a Vietnamese person was to see this menu that a chef created and they saw like pho pizza or like pho sandwich. Maybe they would be like intrigued because it's like, oh, I recognize this from my culture. Mm -hmm. But then when they try it, maybe the flavors aren't even correct. Mm -hmm. And they one may feel offended or two just not even feel like... Clickbait. Mm -hmm. Clickbait. (laughs) Maybe clickbait, like not even resonating with their culture so it could be disappointing Mm -hmm. um and another thing that if you guys listen to our second episode (laughs) with rihanna far 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 um back um she talked about how there was this white chef that created a restaurant where they served filipino food Mm -hmm. and with this oh you could be kind of feeling like oh i really appreciate their culture i want to make this restaurant about them or mm-hmm. i feel really inspired by their cuisine but at the same time if you take it without any credit and saying this right. is all you like you made this type of food you made mm-hmm. this cuisine it's like bro you really didn't like yeah. you really took a culture and said it's your own which is really messed up yeah but yeah that's like kind of the other spectrum like i um saw on twitter there was this one white woman who made a book called dumplings and noodles mm. um 
And a lot of people were quick to be like, oh, she's white, another white person making a book about Asian culture, which fair enough, like we have seen our fair share of those. And most times they're like, yeah, most of the times they're like, oh, these people are just here for profit. But I mean, who isn't there for profit at the end of the day? But it's all about your intentions going into it. And while everyone's like, I wanted to appreciate the culture, that's why Mm -hmm. I started it. It really does show with like you can genuinely see when people actually care. And with the cookbook, the girl who wrote it, she studied in Asia and China specifically about I don't know about about noodles specifically, but like Asian cuisine for like eight years. Like she was really invested in culture and I'm sure like what the book she wrote will maybe help those who don't know much about Chinese culture. But because she did the research and because she learned from those who live in Asia, people are now more aware or can be more aware. Mm -hmm. And so there's like that end of the spectrum where she like did the work and like did the research and then there's like another spectrum of like let's say the dagona example like Mm -hmm. it was a white woman who started a dagona diy at diy at home Mm -hmm. like kit you just make it at home but i don't think she ever credited like where it was from Um, and same with the i don't know if that example that rihanna brought about how the restaurant in the mm -hmm. filipino it's like two different spectrums Mm -hmm. and it's like well then which one mm-hmm. which one like where's the line yeah, you know, that we're like tiptoeing around like <laughs> where is the line here and so yeah i just thought that was a good example because i was like yeah honestly people are so quick to harp on people yeah but there's like cultural appreciation too and i think mm-hmm. cultural exchange well if it's coming from a white person that's a different story but like in general is a good is a good thing it's just you need to know if you're being called out yeah that you shouldn't take offense to it yeah. because you are stepping into someone else's space. Totally. Yeah. Snaps to that, literally. Yes. Dumplings um, and noodles. Yeah. I'll have to give it a read, though. Yeah, actually, now I'm <laughs> Now I'm like, should I read it? <laughs> yeah. So our next four examples are all, like, fashion-related, mm-hmm. so I think we can just, ca- like, put into one. Mm-hmm. So, um, K-Po, hopefully I'm saying that properly and changsam is a traditional chinese dress and i see it like everywhere like really yeah like oh my gosh there was this moment in time where people would wear it to prom like white people or people not from chinese (laughs) culture would wear that dress to prom or you would see that type of fabric on like a lot of trendy clothes Mm. like forever 21 oh they're the worst outfitters or something like that yeah yeah, and you'll see, like, also Japanese characters being on clothes and tattoos. You'll see tribal print mm. in stores, like, again, Forever 21. A lot of, like, fast, fast fashion stores, like yeah. H&M, too, which is so, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if the people from those c- cultures would appreciate it or they'll be offended sometimes it's like the dumbest stuff too like japanese characters specifically a lot of people love jap like will tattoo it on Mm. themselves will put it on a t-shirt but it'll like say like they'll think it says something yeah they'll think it'll say like something deep love is beautiful but it says like something stupid like Mm. poop is nice you know like something (laughs) like that but because it's japanese you're like oh my god it's so pretty they're so quick to like print it on forever 21 Mm -hmm. and forever 21 is also like a they've left like a big trail of like stealing artists Mm. art and just selling it Mm -hmm. and just like 
appropriating so much and i'm not even surprised <laughs> yeah honestly it's like we've been new because we yeah. saw we see it so, like so we see it everywhere often, and it's just everywhere another thing that really like shocked me because it's like a very well-known designer gucci um for their fall 2018 milan fashion week show they had their models wear a seek turban which is so disappointing because it's like wow, were the models that, white yeah oh well it was a mix of models and mm. none of them were of color no beautiful and not, yeah so it's just like bruh <laughs> they really like didn't even care no they literally like put those turbans on and start yeah, walking that like, like oh my gosh they even have the nerve to even ask someone who's from that specific you know group mm-hmm. to even be like oh do you want to model for us and then open job opportunities they just felt like let me just use my white basic models and come and do this thing so i can get a profit i don't yeah. care about nobody but the yeah. money like and you put for the real. models in such a disgusting position because like whether it's their first year or like they're building their career they're here mm-hmm. to make themselves known in the brand and their face is literally yeah. tattooed yeah. to your damn design and now like no agency wants to hire them and like even if they wanted to say this is not right they can't because they're desperate for their job mm-hmm. they know that working with you will help them and they don't want to risk that chance you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and you know this when you're putting them in this position you know you need a good model and you know that this is the most dumbest idea ever yeah. and it can create a lot of stigma but you still choose to like let your arrogancy or like your pride get in the way and like mm-hmm. disrespect and disregard some other ethnic group just for what the moolah mm-hmm. the cash the clout like seriously that's really wild. yeah i think when i was reading the article they were saying like oh they thought it looked exotic it's like exotic wow what the hell is exotic? <laughs> stop using that word oh my, like, my gosh God. like someone's culture is exotic like <laughs> jesus that is so i think hawaii is exotic i don't think someone's culture is exotic yeah <laughs> yeah so that is our opinions on popular cultural trends. Oh, bro, BTS out here! They barely even know anything about BTS. They just saw the co- McDonald's commercial for oh. the new BTS menu, and they're like, "Oh, BTS, <laughs> butter, butter! I love the song, butter, bro." Y'all say one one English word, like translate the, their word in English, or just translate one and tell me what that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like. Now that, like, BTS is trending, like, people be acting like K-pop wasn't popping from day mm. one. Like, mm-hmm. literally, when I was in elementary, K-pop was so awesome. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's only BTS. Like, it's not only BTS. It's not only Blackpink. Like, they've been popping. Like, yeah, there's they, a whole world of K-pop. They, they don't even know the real definition. They just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the trend makes it so hard for you to get into it or yeah. get the real foundation. Because those people work so dang hard oh, every day. Oh, for sure. And, like, for them to not even, like, sit down and understand, like, yeah. anything culture, they just, like, like, one part of their song one yeah. outfit that they wear like it's, it's good it's good like for them to yeah. the bts but i i deeply believe they want their fans and people to be connected with their music and where they mm-hmm. come from mm-hmm. they don't just want to be this trend and like you know yeah. what I mean? use or like one day they people care about them one day like yeah don't, you know what i mean like, yeah a part of me is like i wish they didn't get into the western music market mm-hmm. just to be selfish because there's so much like racism xenophobia and just like like having that influence on just so many people like they're so popular and there's just so much like critique and opinions that honestly like they don't deserve because they're just they're just there for the music but there's just so much that comes with just being a pop an asian pop star the first asian pop star boy band to like make it big and people are just like 
what's wrong what's wrong with you guys also yeah, too like, like there must be a reason why oh, yeah, the asians are infiltrate infiltrating yeah. into our market they don't even give like asians the respect that it is so honestly about like the culture is at least so rich and beautiful right and like they the work so hard so disgusting it's the like, nitpicking yeah. that is just i wish they never got into it yeah. but honestly they deserve the whole world so yeah it's like even if like the, the <laughs> good qualities go off. Hate, the bad qualities they, like, make yeah, them, yeah exactly yeah, yeah like they're sure. smart they're creative like the fashion they got mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. like the schooling they got it they love the, the little, yeah. like, everything about the place of the food they got it like you know what i mean yeah and like people were just like okay i'm gonna take this and one thing from asian culture and i'm just gonna splash on my face and then you don't even know which specific asian culture they just be like okay they're all whole, they're all the same all the whole <laughs> yeah this goes this girl this boy is that boy yeah. dad this like exactly where's the respect bro where <laughs> for is real it? that's a whole topic True. on its own i could talk about bts for hours yeah, you didn't know georgia is i am a an huge... army <laughs> yeah. loud and proud yes. shameless <laughs> so moving on to kind of more specific experiences like personal experiences when it comes to cultural appropriation I see a lot of, well, I was touching on this a little bit earlier, but I see a lot of white people try to do like Vietnamese fusion foods. Mm-hmm. And one thing is like, yes, you can appreciate our culture, but two, you need to give us like credit, credit and you need to um, be respectful too. And there's not a specific person you can ask like, hey, mm-hmm. can I um, yeah. put some pickled veggies onto my <laughs> dish? Like, there's no specific person you can ask, but when you're doing it, just be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like when people, like, twist certain things, too. Like, for example, um, goi kung oh, yeah, that. is a traditional, <laughs> like, food for us. Um, also known as salad rolls, but I see a lot of white people kind of make it their own thing, mm. and then they start start calling it summer rolls. I'm uh, like, yes. where did this come from? Like, uh, now apparently it's associated with a time of year. <laughs> with a time of year, yeah. It's just like so confusing because summer has nothing to do with what the oh, actual I can dish see the is. intent. Yeah. I can see why though. I can see why because it's like a really fresh. Yeah, meal. like you have it in the summer because it's mm-hmm. like, but you can have it any time of the year. You also. can have it any time of year, and yeah, Vietnam is always hot, so I understand maybe mm. that's where they got this from. But at the same time, like just naming it your own thing is just like rubbed me <laughs> the wrong way. Like what? And then they started like putting their own things, like flowers, into the food, and like oh, I no, see that. Yeah, like making it really aesthetic. Mm. and i'm like but where is the credit like there's no like paying like yeah Yeah. homage to our culture like at least add one traditional like yeah um part of of our yeah you know meal into it but nothing at least acknowledge it yeah so that's kind of disappointing another huge thing um i don't know what year this happened but um i also don't really know her very well but i saw casey muskrat mm-hmm yeah. Musgraves? Sorry. Musgraves. We rehearsed this earlier to say her name, but I really screwed it up. Um, Musgraves. Um, she wore a traditional Vietnamese dress, also known as Ao Yai, but she didn't wear the pants. Oh. It's literally so disrespectful. Like, we are very, like, um, what's the word? Protective of your 
Yeah. Traditional but wear. But we also, like, cover up a lot. What's that word? Ah, uh, conservative? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Very conservative mm. country. Like, we don't show a lot of, like, skin and stuff yeah. when we're dressing. Like, we're very reserved. And the fact that she wore the aoyai without the pants. pants and just the top and the dress part, so disrespectful because it's, like, her whole leg is showing. She's like made this whole thing like sexy, and uh, Aoyai is never supposed to be sexy. And like, it's supposed to be really respectful. Like, you wear it when you go to school. Like, oh. it's part of like a uniform, and you wear it to formal events. Like, you wear it as a sign of like, you know, respect mm-hmm. for different events that you go to. And the fact that she like added sex appeal to it oh, was so man. disrespectful. She got so much backlash. I don't know if there was a formal apology or anything, but. Like, I, it's okay for people to wear aoyai. Like, when you go to Vietnam and you go to those tourist things, like, they'll dress you up in it. Yeah. Like, they'll let you wear it. Like, you can wear it by all means, but please be respectful and don't take off the pants. Like, what the <sighs> Don't take off the pants. <laughs> That's the least she could have done. Yeah, like, bro, Keep like, all pants. you had to do was put on the pants, but the way she was posing with it, too. Oh, so nasty. Oh, so man. But, yeah. Sad. That's disrespectful. Literally. <laughs> um, have I ever experienced any cultural appropriation? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've been around it. Things like the Kim Kardashian whole family is actually really out here with this whole cultural appropriation thing. Because <laughs> like when Kim Kardashian was doing her little cornrows, yes. yeah, they didn't call it cornrows. They said Kim Kardashian braids. Like they like to put the person's <gasps> name on it. You know what Shut I mean? Up. Which I can totally understand. Like maybe you just see on that person, you want to search it up, and you're not finding the right name. So you're like, oh, I saw Kim Kardashian. So oh. I'm like Kim Kardashian, which is so true. But now when people are like realizing you're making that mistake and they're trying to tell you, and it's like, no, 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 it's Kim Kardashian braids. And even before Kim Kardashian, there was <laughs> other like there was a movie a very long time ago before maybe I. I don't know, maybe before I, before I was born or whatever. And, like, this white lady had done these car cornrows. It was, mm-hmm. like, really nice for this beach scene. It was, maybe it was her first time acting. And, like, people started calling Bo Bo Beads because her name, Bo Braids, because oh. her name was Bo whatever. Oh, my and, gosh. And, like, it was so weird because during that time, like, no black person was allowed to have any, like, braids. cornrow braids. Yeah. And this girl was getting praised for it. And every salon was packed because of it. And, like, when people were saying, well... This is not even called bow braids. First of all, it's called cornrows. They're like, mm-hmm. shut up. Like, that's not true. Like, bow in the movie. Go check the movie. Go check the stores. We sell bow wings. It's like, mm-hmm. like, no, like, it's called this. It's called that. Like, why do they just come in your culture, take what the hell they want to take, mm-hmm. take away the meaning, take away the name, take away everything. When you try to educate them, they want to yeah. come after you saying you're lying or saying you're this or whatever. Or like, mm-hmm. even with, like, like body image, there's mm-hmm. literally, like, they nitpick everything yeah. like years ago it was so cool to be this skinny girl with straight hair and no butt no <laughs> nothing and if you had a butt or big lips or big tits god forbid you just leave your house to go to school because these people will come after you and kill you and tell you your body is ugly and now these celebrities are out here getting lip fillers getting tits getting like booty done and like it's like it's just so disgusting because you know the specific culture is known for naturally having Mm. this in their body their curves the way they are and like like now you see it's so cool so you take it like how kylie's like oh my god like she got she got big lips but she Mm -hmm. was lying about it yeah the truth is that she did it and like how like chloe yeah she had a like body but it wasn't like 
curvy split body and like mm-hmm. like how they just pick and choose whatever they want yeah because i don't know who tells them that's the latest trends or how they find out that's the latest trend and they don't right. like to like you know like once like people start rocking that look they don't ever apologize for like the damage they've done with this other culture mm-hmm. they're just like well i look so good and, like it's mm-hmm. good for my like brand da, da, this and like why do i need to apologize or why do i have to like say like oh black people this or like mm-hmm. this ethnic group this like well it's because people were hated on people literally dying out here because of how they were born naturally mm-hmm. and i just feel like i don't even know how to say it like yeah it's just even miley cyrus like what she did with her little wrecking ball stage like like when she was like trying to break out from Hannah Montana scene, she was like doing things like twerking, where she cannot twerk because she, bro. Like I'm not saying girls with flat butts can't twerk. You can actually twerk because it's a technique and it's a skill you have to practice. Like bro, there's this beautiful girl in my school. She was so skinny, but she knew how to twerk, bro. So obviously people like if you're skinny, you can twerk. But like this girl couldn't twerk. Molly Cyrus didn't take the time to really know how to twerk. She was just rocking her bum in any direction, <laughs> pretending like it was happening. But like she used to wear grills. She used to say like oh, things yeah. like rap guys, like rap black men would say. Like she used to hang out with like those kind of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To make it seem like oh I'm ghetto now. I'm this now. I'm bad Miley now. You know what I mean? She, and people say it's for her. It was for a branding technique too because she had tried on the other side to do something that was more for her and like mm-hmm. bad gal. But like in the white version, but that didn't work. So she went more of the, like the gangster, the grills, the oh rap scene, the hip hop, pop, all things like that. Like she just picked what she wanted yeah. to grow her brand and make mm-hmm. herself this specific image. And then when she was tired of it and she said she wanted to change, go back to her old Miley, like Texas roots, Malibu mm-hmm. roots or whatever. Like she totally discarded that, pretended I oh like that, never having talking about it's the climb. Uh, what song the climb. like? you always come back like is it is the climb i think so i think yeah. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. it's the climb kind of vibe like i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah things like that like i don't know it's just like how they pick and choose and like mm. they pretend like they didn't intentionally do it or like they don't have yeah. they don't they They're can't like, take responsibility oh, mm-hmm. and they definitely knew they have people <laughs> working with them in their mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. who know things and tell them they go over it even if you're being a bad guy you know your team it needs to be in the loop and that stuff or else they can just drop you off of the label like who are you like if you're acting that bad like you know what i mean like yeah. how much clout did that girl really get yeah. how much clout did these kim, kim kardashian get like i don't know where i saw this they were like kim kardashian has more followers than donald trump or like their leading president oh like they have more people looking up to them than the president of the states like oh my just God. things like that like it's not really good to be doing that I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not basically me, but like just things I've noticed around. Yeah, me, like, for sure. Those people. are all such strong points. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely frustrating to see them make a profit off of mm-hmm. black culture so because money. so Someone's much money. And then when they get called out on it, acting. then they act like they never knew. They <laughs> oh say it was out of goodness. good intent. Yeah, and then. They're like, oh, I didn't want you to feel like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, well, you sorry did. You so. felt like that, but Better. that was not my intention. I'm like, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's so horrible. Mm-hmm. When all these people take responsibility, like it's so mm-hmm. shameful. How many years? Like how many cultures have to really be put in the loop? Mm-hmm. Like, what if all the cultures? We just find our own place to stay and we let these white people deal with... Like, let them be creative for once in their life instead of stealing people's ideas and nitpicking. Like, let's see what, how they will do without us. Like, honestly, everything on this world is from someone else's. Like, what do white Straight people up. really do here? Like, honestly, like, Christopher Columbus, who, be quiet, Christopher, he's all in the loop, too. Like, whatever. Yes. True, snaps to that. Snaps to that. It was um. great. Yeah, so maybe we'll move into our last bit of the 
episode, we're going to talk about do's and don'ts of cultural appropriation um, and how do we avoid it in general. This is all based off of an article written by The Atlantic. Um, the first one is don't dress up as an ethnic stereotype if you're not part of that ethnic group. Yeah. Period. Yeah, it's so self-explanatory. <laughs> like literally self-explanatory. <laughs> Unless I did see in one video um, that you showed us where... Like, say you're invited to, like, an Indian wedding, and they offer you to wear their traditional clothing and wear henna and try the foods, then you're invited to be in that culture, and you're invited to have that exchange of culture. And in that case, go ahead. Yeah. Like, we're not we're not gatekeeping culture yeah. here. We are just wanting to be respected. Yeah. And, yeah. I feel like the way, like, I think culture, like, as a whole, not, no one wants to hide or withhold their mm-hmm. culture from you. Mm-hmm. Like... We all want to express and show themselves, like, bro, like, even, like, if you have a white friend, you're like, oh, my God, do you want to taste my food? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in your mind, you have the intent to share your knowledge with whosoever, regardless if they're in your culture or not. Mm-hmm. But it's just that we all we want from you guys is just to respect it, take your time mm-hmm. to really know it. Because, like, it's so disgraceful and just disregarding to us because we feel like we have to hide ourselves and not even be our true selves because how y'all turn everything around and be like, this is this disgusting this is so ugly oh my god i only like this in your culture and that in your culture like asking yeah asking the most dumbest questions in the entire world like someone literally asked like where do you why i don't want to talk but just like just yeah yeah questions like you don't need to like just keep it yourself please look it up honestly Yeah. yeah also do pay homage to artistry ideas and acknowledge origins like basically what i just said like mm-hmm. bro take your time read a book listen to a podcast go to the m- museums right mm-hmm. go to the culture and like travel or like or like like mm-hmm. just like sit down and get to know it like it like y'all are making such a big deal like even like if it's a new thing like let's just say you wanted to eat healthy right mm-hmm. and someone's telling you oh only the keto diet can help you lose weight or be healthy <laughs> right and you're not you're not just gonna only listen to that you're gonna go and do your own research mm-hmm. so with someone's culture go and do your own research yeah. go and like be like let your eyes fall in love with all the creative things that you're seeing let your mouth fall in love with all the creative flavors like actually be in it invest your time in it if this is something that you want to care about or like be a part of because like y'all like you can't just expect like one day or like one quote whatever gets you to like want to like be in Mm -hmm. someone's culture to be enough of a source of information for you you need to go and take that own time and when you're in taking that time like acknowledge and be thankful that you you get to be a part of this and appreciate it as much as you can because all this stuff wouldn't even be possible if like someone didn't say oh here like this is my culture you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah, I'd be like, yo, I'm so blessed to be a part of your culture and thank you so much and mm-hmm. this or that. Thank For you. For sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. The next one, don't adopt sacred artifacts as accessories. A huge example is that we see a lot of people um, wear a traditional indigenous headdress or war bonnet on their head. Um, I also see this in like Halloween costumes, which is so disrespectful. But a example we saw in the article was Carly Kloss. Um, she wore a headdress for the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And this is so disrespectful because um, traditionally only certain members of the tribe earn the right to wear feathers um, on their head through honorworthy achievements and acts of bravery. So there's a lot of 
like deep meaning when it comes to certain like um, traditional clothing and I feel like the fact that they just put it on her head as like I don't know mm-hmm. for an accessory just as something like flashy yeah. is so like disrespectful because there's no meaning for them like behind what they're doing it's just like oh it's just f- for looks yeah but then to someone's culture there's so much yeah yeah meaning. it's not even on like um Carly as a model too right. because she's it's probably really early in her career she yeah. was well maybe not I don't maybe know. not we don't know we don't know <laughs> but it was also like it's on the designer too like when yeah. you're making a piece like that there has to be some like acknowledgement Mm -hmm. in the culture that you're stealing it from but there wasn't Mm -hmm. and so it just goes to show that it's just also the behind the scenes like you don't people are probably so quick to harp on carly but she probably didn't make a decision to wear it it was just the designers and victoria's secret herself victoria (laughs) Victoria what's up (laughs) true I mean, I think the model has some say. Like, mm. she could have physically, like, not walked the show. Yeah, But that's then, true. at the same time, that takes a lot. Or she should pretend to be sick. Like, I've seen so many models be like, Yeah. Mm. Oh, I got food poisoning. I'm stuck in traffic. I don't want to make it. Yeah. <sighs> like, if they don't want to cause a scene. But at right. the same time, they could cause a scene. Because this is, like, something so big, the right? The power they have. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to bash on her, but also not letting her get away with this mm-hmm. at the same time um there was this one that i saw an article that was like if in a situation like that like then like the with the headdress mm-hmm. wore a bonnet that's what i'm reading out here um like one of one designer did actually um um what's it called collaborated with mm. uh, one of the indigenous oh, people. Oh, that's what and, I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah. Which was so good. It was beneficial mm. because not only did they agree, but the person, the person who wanted to collaborate with them said like this, like it's not only for me, but this can do wonders for you. I'll make sure like what's been happening to your people and everything, the message gets out there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like not just like whether it's something bad that's been happening, we'll get the message out there. Why yeah. something that you really like want to share, we'll get the message out there. And like they work together to create this beautiful piece. And it wasn't just this white person that was in it. It was one of the indigenous people. They got to also like model in it too, which was so nice yeah. and respectful, you know, like yes. collaborating with someone is so nice. Cause you y'all have like a understanding and y'all can put your two piece together instead of someone just going behind your back and thinking they know everything and just doing something disgraceful and disowning right Mm -hmm. so the fact that he was able to say yo i want to work with you in this and i want your message to come to get out like for my fashion thing that was so nice that was so respectful that was like what people should be doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally that's beautiful no yeah for sure also it's like they're using their power and their privilege to mm. like just connecting from a couple Less episodes upset. ago. <laughs> Shout out to a couple episodes ago if you haven't watched it yet. Um, they're using their privilege to kind of help someone mm. that doesn't have that power, right? Yeah. I think that's so powerful. And they're like you're saying, collaborating for like everyone's benefiting here mm-hmm. too. Like the white people out here getting the money that they wanted, but also yeah. the showing awareness for a culture and, that mm-hmm. may not have that same privilege right yeah so. yeah beautiful and when yeah. this girl said don't adopt sacred artifacts and accessories mm-hmm. i was thinking about indiana jones like y'all ain't indiana <gasps> oh, jones stop no. bro you're not indiana jones just stop that's all i wanted to say here thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um this other one is like remember that culture is fluid 
Like, there was this article in Peace talking about blue jeans and how white people be like, we created blue jeans, we created blue jeans. Yeah, all that stuff, right? And, like, literally, like, they spoke about, like, how the Japanese literally rescued and saved and rewarped the blue jeans into mm. their own creative thing. And people are, like, kind of, like, have this controversy about, like, if I take something from another culture and I take it of my own, is it, like, mine or is it theirs or will I get backlash? And, like, for this case, it's very different because blue jeans for white Western people was very, very different. They were plain. They were kind of nothing. And, like, the Japanese people just saw it and, like, you know, they had permission or whatever they did. You know, I don't do... I'm not in the government, but however so, they got their right to use the black blue jeans to do whatever so because, you know, they were all around the world at that time. They kind of turned it into their own thing and, like, they... I think some white people want to be like, well, they don't have the right to or, like, it's still blue jeans when it's not, like, they completely turn, like this like i kind of think of it as like a spice or like a little ingredient where it's like this ingredient can help make like the best um iced tea or like best salad or something like that like avocado like people used to put avocado in salads or something like that right so like the white people the blue jeans is avocado salad and like these japanese people saw it as like avocado toast and then they turned into avocado this or avocado that they use the main ingredient to turn into like different dishes and now they have their own like um style you know what i mean like even if you just look at like asia as a whole like literally they have so much great street style so much great casual style like their fashion is literally beyond this world like european now take everything that they do and they ask them or they take without asking and they put in their fashion show because they're able to completely regroup and turn it into its own meaning you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like remember that culture is fluid remember like yeah like you can take something that once belonged to another person and completely recreate it where it's like it's not even that thing anymore yeah it's not associated with you so mm -hmm. there's no need for you to slander or backlash that culture or that individual for that one thing it's now their own and it speaks for itself it's its own name its own meaning you know what i mean and if you don't well you'll figure it out one day i don't know <laughs> yeah. um the next one is do engage with other cultures on more than just the aesthetic level um so for example we were touching on this earlier like engage more with japanese culture like don't just adapt their or adopt their japanese characters onto your clothes like love them for who they are and not just for their aesthetic mm -hmm. um, things like their anime their food mm. their kawaii-ness etc you yeah. know yeah um i saw this quote actually Nicki minaj said this she says come on you can't want the good without the bad if you want to enjoy our culture and our lifestyle bond with us dance with us have fun with us twerk with us rap with us then you should also want to know what affects us what is bothering us what we feel is unfair to us you shouldn't not want to know that mm. so like yeah a lot of people just cherry pick what they want and what what they want to enjoy from a certain person's culture and mm -hmm. it's not fair because yeah you can't just like love a person's look but not love who they are in every aspect of them mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's important to respect the culture and just do your own research and educate mm -hmm. yourself and that cultural exchange is important. While there's a fine line, it is important. For the don'ts, yo, don't go <laughs> asking. I can't remember if I said this. Don't go asking the ethnic 
person <laughs> in the ethnic group if you're allowed to do this hairstyle if you're allowed mm. to eat this food if you're allowed to do that that is so bad you're putting that person in the most uncomfortable position because they might be okay with it but they do not speak for the entire group mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like when you go to that person you kind of know you probably shouldn't yeah. but you still want to ask to get this so-called permission where it's yeah. like did you really need to ask? Why couldn't you just have done it and mm-hmm. then f- like face the conf- co- consequences or just mm-hmm. not done it at all? Like, yeah. But yeah, and I just feel like also don't like be like for your for your defense to be like, I think it's okay for me to do it because in this country there's more going on there versus when another country does it, they look so ugly. It's so bad on them. It's just, it's just disgusting. Like you don't have the right. It was not given to your country or culture and like why are you slandering or like mm. bashing another culture and ethnic group because you have just so desperate you just want to be given the yes or you're or the okay to do this one thing that's not even a big deal like at the end of the day we mm-hmm. all have our own lives we have our own journeys like why like why you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. oh oh yeah where is the line like where do we draw the line at culture appropriation like how like some of the things we spoke about like when georgia said what i said spoke about the story about one white girl mm. a white lady that actually loved uh asian food so much that she traveled and she wanted to go learn about it and now there's a book being in it i feel like the line should be drawn to the point like you want to do it as much so you take the time to invest Mm -hmm. versus like you see it on a trending and you're sort of interested but you're not interested enough to know the historical Mm -hmm. background or meaning and like you don't take the time to respect or appreciate like what is given to you what like you know what i mean like what is given to you or like what is around you because like all these options all these different foods all these different hairstyles is from another person's culture and like it wouldn't be here today if they didn't choose to like share it with you and it's like Mm -hmm. like this is traditional stuff this is years before any of us was even born like so who are you to like nitpick pick and choose put your two-piece in it when you weren't even alive when all these things were going on like half of these things like like literally they were passed down from generation to generation and like it's people's lives it's people's stories it's people's memories like it's who they are because Mm -hmm. of like this one thing and i just feel like that's where the line should be drawn like don't be that person who doesn't take the time to do the research and mm-hmm. who just speaks out of emotions and, mm-hmm. and not out of like not who just speaks because they have a voice and like your parents never trained you how to keep your mouth shut when you should keep your mouth <laughs> shut that's all i'm gonna yes. say like that's where the say lines that. are and, like make sure your character is good because this girl who took her time to go travel she had a good character she wasn't thinking about the money or profit mm. like mm. obviously money is what makes this world spin but i but her her passion was what made her hungry enough to go and get that knowledge versus her just not wanting to be broken her basement or apartment or wherever the hell she was staying or living you know what i mean i feel like people are like i want the money so i'm gonna um i'm gonna pretend that i love asian culture and this and that is it's, it's so horrible because when the true find guts find out like think about the people who who were inspired by you you know what i mean whether they were from asia whether they're white and now like you're kind of destroying your life but at the same time you're disrespecting and disregarding someone else's entire like culture so mm. that's why i draw the line and if i catch you you out <laughs>
<laughs> well, it was such a good note to end on. Honestly, yeah. yeah. There's nothing more I can add. There's nothing that more I can add. Line. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your wisdom. Yeah, Sorry, it was so, so long. Much, oh no. no, clearly you're so passionate. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, you're so passionate and yeah. so happy you got to join us for this episode and yes. this you amazing know, podcast. Topic. I Thank love you. this podcast, y'all. Full circle, even the title is just so <laughs> compelling. Like, y'all should really take your time and just pick and choose and listen. Okay, this is the only time you pick and choose when you, when you oh, listen yeah. to the podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So, we hope this episode helps shed light on how cultural appropriation can affect society on a daily basis. Thank you all for listening and thank you so much again, Jennifer, for joining us today. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and interact with us on Instagram at Full Circle Podcast X and we will see you next week. Bye!